Welcome to the Greyhound Girl podcast with your host, Dimity Ma. Don't forget, you can follow her on Facebook at The Greyhound Girl. On this episode of the podcast, I catch up with a very excited breeder, owner and trainer of the recent Phoenix winning Greyhound Scalachi, Jihad Talgi. Based in Victoria, we caught up and had a chat about what it was like taking out Australia's richest Greyhound race at the Meadows last week and what the win meant to him and his family. I hope you enjoy this episode. I mean, you know, you've probably been asked this question a thousand times, but has um has the feeling of Saturday night, you know, sunk in? And I'm keen to know how many times you've watched the replay. <laughs> um, it hasn't sunk in, though. No, it's still so unbelievable, like it's so surreal. And I've probably watched the replay, I reckon, a hundred times at least. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, outstanding, outstanding. I, I saw the footage from behind the boxes and that, and, you know, I think anybody that has dogs watching, you could just feel, you know, you were just, it was like a, a person trying to stay calm, but you were, it just wasn't possible. You were leaning against the fence, you were wandering around saying, come on, Jacko. I mean, I, I can only imagine it probably felt like a really long time the race was run. It, um you know, it's funny you say that because I'm usually really, really calm behind boxes. Like, I don't normally barrack for the dogs because anything can go wrong in a race, you know, and you're sort of jumping up and down like an idiot. You sort of make a fool of yourself if <laughs> something goes wrong. But for some reason that night, just all the emotion just took over and all the um, excitement just sort of took over. And maybe because it was such a big race and it's been advertised for so long and, and, and people sort of... I don't know, a lot of people sort of not rating the dog, but I knew the dog was good enough dog to win a Phoenix. He just had to get to the front and he was good enough to win it. And when he hit the front, I looked down the back where the 600 boxes were and he was five in front and I thought, oh, my God, how, how good is this? And, and it just took over. Yeah, it just the emotion took over. Yep. I, um, I was just saying to you before, you know, when they put the prices up not long before the race and, you know, I said to myself, oh, geez, look at, um, you know, look at poor old Scalacci down the bottom there. No one wants a bar of him. And, you know, did that make it even even better, the fact that, you know, a lot of people sort of, you know, questioned Ladbrokes when they took him on board so early and that and said, oh, they probably should have waited. And, you know, it turned out to be, you know, just the, the perfect timing. Yeah, well, you know, he's sort of, it's like a grand final, you know, like you can be the best side all year and and be the worst side come finals time. But then you could be around the seventh or eighth and then all of a sudden come finals time, you excel and you end up winning a premiership and you think, wow, where did they come from? You know yeah. what I mean? Um, but with Scalacci being $31, Dimity, the dog didn't know he was $31, you know what I mean? He, yeah. he, he was feeling good. He was he was jumping out of his skin all week. Um, we did a bit of box work with him, thanks to Graham Joes, who really helped me out to try and get the dog's confidence back. And um, the rest is history on, on race night, you know. And with Ladbrokes, yeah, they were sensational. Like, they come to me six weeks ago and said, we really want your dog. That's, that's you know, get the signatures happening, the contract done, and we can advertise it and, and, and you know, put it out there before the top gun that we're going with Scalacci. And, and they did, and... Never once they rang me when the dog sort of had two bad runs after the Top Gun. Never once rang me and said, mate, look, you know, we're not sort of happy with the way your dog's going. We're sort of looking at other dogs. Never, ever they said that. And it was a clause in the contract that they could have pulled out if my form wasn't great. They could have, and they didn't, and they stuck flat. And 
I won a phoenix for them, you know, and, and they were <laughs> over the moon. They were wrapped. I saw um I saw some of the post race footage of them upstairs and that and they were just going mental. How um how was the party with them afterwards? How, how good was it? You know, like <laughs> I watched the replays and I, I remember sharing one of the footages on Facebook. It was inside the room where the race was on and someone was filming and you could hear everybody in their voice and yelling and screaming, Go Scalacci, go Scalacci and then when when he won, the, the room just erupted and you had Ryan Stanaway and Dan who who uh, run the night and, and, and that from Ladbrokes. They were high-fiving and they were jumping up and down at each other, hugging each other. and It was just great to see. And, and apart from winning the race, that was probably the second best moment of the night, seeing what that room, um, how much it lit up and how much they were excited Go that they'd won. And, and I think, sorry to cut you off. No, you're sorry. right. I think Ladbroke sort of said, invited 40 people there and said, come and get a share in Scalacci if he wins. And, and they gave him a share of the prize money. So that's fantastic. Yeah, right. Going back to what you said about, um, you know, giving the dog some confidence, um, you know, with doing a bit of box work and that with him, I can only imagine now, like you said, you know, he, he hasn't had much luck his last few runs, but you, you must just be over the moon now, the fact that, you know, he got that, sort of, you know, nice clear run, had the bunny to himself and, and now moving forward, I'm not sure what your plans are with him going forward, but, you know, is it is it a bit of a relief to, to know that, you know, right, he's got that good run under his belt now and his confidence should be lifted after that? Yeah, well, his confidence will be lifted because, you know, he knows that if he gets out in front, he's the one that's going to be home first. But um, it's just more, um, how can I explain it? It, it was more satisfying of him winning and doubting the doubters, if you know what I mean. Like, a lot of people were saying, Ladbrokes have gone too early with his dog and, um, you know, I won't mention names, but it was put out on Facebook that one of the trainers said, Ladbrokes have gone way too early with his dog and, and I would pick 20 dogs before Scalacci. Well, how are you going after Saturday night? You know, you're not a good judge, obviously, because... <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I stated, and I stated that, if his dog leads, this dog will win, you know. Yeah. And and he led and he won, and that and that's that's his best racing is when he leads. It's not coming from behind, second, third, or fourth. He's got to be out in front. He's a front runner. Yeah. And um, I wouldn't want any other dog in the lane besides this dog. I really wouldn't. How did you feel when obviously it's a bit of a different box draw system, and you know you get your name gets drawn out, and you go go up and pick your box? What did you think of box five? Were you um you know were you happy with that? Did you think he had a chance from that box? If you know, like you said, he got to the front and got clear air like he did. I um I was really happy with five because I seen Postman's Pat was on the inside because he got picked before me, obviously, and and um, Alpha Zulu was in the three, and they weren't really jumping and then and then I realised that the three dogs that were left was Big Energy, well she's fast and Jay is Jay and, and they're not overly quick early, you know, been on the outside of me either. So yeah. um when I chose five, everyone that I was with at the box draw, brother, friends and my young son Jackson said, You should have taken eight, you should have taken eight and I said, No way, you know, you'd be out in the grandstand and and people are there screaming and yelling, and the dog would have just got spooked. So True. five was the best box because Postman Pat likes to get out and, and go to the fence. So, and my bloke likes to stay straight. So he would have had the room to get through like he did. 
and and it paid off on dividends and on the night, you know, so it was great. That's a really good point about the crowd and stuff. You know, obviously, you know, there was a dog like past, you know, I, I'm not sure whether this played any factor whatsoever, but, you know, past the buck, a really young dog, I, I've never been to the Meadows, but it looks like, you know, the crowd are quite close and you know, it was packed there, obviously, but you're right. And I think that's a, a good point that people need to consider. Sometimes, you know, those big overwhelming nights, some dogs thrive on it, but sometimes it can get them a little bit edgy. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I do because I'll tell you why. I I, I copped it in Adelaide, you know, like yeah, right. When when, when he won the Derby, or when he won the Heater Derby, the Derby and the Match Series, um, there was no crowd. Like there was a few people there, but there was no noise and no carry on and all that sort of stuff. But going to the Adelaide Cup, the joint was buzzing. The joint was absolutely full. They had a band there. They had singers there. They had marquees everywhere. And right where the boxes were, they had a massive marquee with about 100 people in it, and they were all screaming and yelling. And my dog was only two years and two months old at that time. Yeah. And he was absolutely freaking out. Like, he was looking everywhere. He was nervous. He had box five, so he could hear it all. And he just absolutely missed it hopelessly that night and got cleaned up. And, and, and it was – and I think, and I personally think it was the fact that all the noise up where the boxes were yep. that absolutely spooked him. Yeah, and yeah, so picking box eight was never going to happen did unless you... I was the last one trying. You know? <laughs> did you did you tell them say, see, I knew what I was doing when I picked five. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't hear that. What was that? Uh, the uh, people that were saying to you, oh, you should have picked eight. Did you say, see, I knew what I was doing when I picked five. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny, you know. I I got told during the week, I, you know, getting asked, oh, are you happy with box five and. Every time I say to him, I'll tell you after Saturday night. Well, <laughs> it's after Saturday night now, and I absolutely love box <laughs> How good's the colour yellow, I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'm a Collingwood supporter, so I was hoping it was black and white. But Oh, I being, am a Collingwood being, too. <laughs> yeah, but being a yellow and black, it doesn't help, does it? But no, that's look, true. This dog's dog, dog had four starts out of the five, and he's had three wins now. And the other time he had box five was in the Adelaide Cup, where he missed it and got beat, so... I think he loves box five. I don't mind him in the middle of the track where he has a bit of galloping room. Yep, yep. Uh, so. No, no, definitely. What are your um? Have you got anything sort of um targeted for him now? I have. He's going to the Warrigal Cup. Oh, nice. January fifth. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Excellent. No, very and good. Then, and then hopefully get an invite to the team, Lee, or 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 the Australian Cup. We'll go to the Australian Cup after that. So. Yep. No, excellent, excellent. And, um, you know, I I think, uh, you know, you look in hindsight, but I wish I'd have sort of done the, the Damien Oliver Scalacci um, multi like a lot of people said they should have yeah. should have done. Yeah. But it was just kind of meant to be, wasn't it, with um, with all that happening? And obviously, you know, the photo of Damien and, and Scalacci f- circulated yeah. on social media. But, yeah, what was that experience like meeting him? Oh, it was sensational. It really was. And, and all he wanted to know was about the dog, and, you know, like, <laughs> He um he goes, oh, he's a beautiful looking animal and ripped up and muscled up and I said yeah and um and he just said to me look I'll be following his progress and and a few trainers that sort of follow the greyhound said to him hey there's a dog running around called Scalacci and then he um chased it up and had a look and then Ladbrokes obviously invited him because he's an ambassador for Ladbrokes so they invited him over to get photos with him and yeah it was an amazing thrill and and apparently he did a 
an interview with 927, which is RSN, on Sunday morning after his Perth, um, riding his last ride in Perth. And they said to me, hey, uh, Scalacci won the Phoenix last night. And he said, yeah, yeah. I, I seen that and heard that he'd won, and I've got to give Telgi a call to congratulate him. So still waiting, Damien, if you want to give me a ring. <laughs> I'm not not sure he listens to this podcast, but you never, you never know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, very good. Now, you said before that you, you had to get away from the oven to away from the noise. So obviously, you know, you haven't quit the, the pizza business yet, like a lot of people were tossing up that you might. Yeah, no, 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 because... Look, you still got to keep the same routines and, and, you know, having this business gives me a bit of an outlet, I suppose, to get away from the dogs and have a bit of a break and then doing the dogs of the morning is a bit of an outlet from the pizza shop. So yep. combining the two together is a, a great um, great thing at the moment. But, look, I'd love to train full-time one day, but not at this stage. Have you, um, have you only got a couple in work? Is that right, what I read? Yeah, I have, yeah. I train a dog for a mate of mine called Greg Proverst. It's called St. Par. I've had four starts with it for two seconds and two wins. We yep. won the maiden final at Shepparton last Monday. So, yeah, the dog's a very good dog. He likes to use a bit of the track. That's the only thing. And being drawn inside, it might might be not a good thing. But if he's ever drawn out wide, he's, he, um, he's, that's where he wants to be. But he's a nice little dog, yeah. And Scalacci's the other dog that I train. So there's only two. Yeah, wow. Have you had? You, oh, I suppose you you will start anyway. Have you had any offers from people to train their dogs? You know, obviously, you know, particularly in the last week or so. Well, I had a bloke ring me the other day to train one of his dogs. And I just said to him, not at the moment. I just want to concentrate on Scalacci, you know, because when you're sort of training so many other dogs, you sort of take your mind and and you focus on the one that really needs it, don't you? You know what yeah. I mean? So. So at the moment, we'll just concentrate on him and the other young dog that I got. And probably too, like you said, if you're going to have some races targeted, where you're going to be tripping around with him as well, it um it makes it easier if you don't have a lot of dogs at home, you know, that need looking after. Yeah, spot on. And and my wife does a great job at home when I'm at work. She lets them out, you know, like they're all they're all fed by one to o'clock, so she just has to empty them out of a night and rug them up at ten thirty when she puts them away. So. But also with the business, it's just too hard to have so many dogs yeah. you've got to run around for because then it takes you away from the shop and that's not what I want to do. I want to be here with all the customers that come in and they want to always see the, the main person in the shop and you know, I have conversations with them when we talk and we have a joke. So they basically just come in to say good day and buy a pizza. You know? <laughs> has, um, has a lot of people come in knowing who you are now and, and what Scalacci's done? To be honest with you, a few people came in on Sunday night. Like, I come to work Sunday night and then a few people came in. And even, you might know this bloke, he's pretty popular, Peter Davis. Yep, yep. He, he came in Sunday night and got a pizza and had a chat. And and um, had a, a bloke yesterday come from Coburg. I don't know if you know where Coburg is, but Coburg's probably an hour and a half away from my shop. And he came in just to say, mate, I just come to give you a shake of the hand to say congratulations. I'm not here to buy pizza or that. I just want to come and say good day and, and shake your hand to say congratulations. And I said, no, mate, 
you're not leaving here unless I make you a pizza. So I gave him a pizza for nothing on the house. Oh, how good. <laughs> and he loved it. Yeah, he loved it. That's so. awesome. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Like, you know, the Phoenix has become, it's built up so much the last, you know, few years. And, and I think, you know, obviously this year it's arguably the, you know, the biggest it's ever been. But, yeah, it's amazing how, you know, one race like this, you know, obviously has changed your life already. Oh, mate, it's unbelievable. And, um you know, I've been to a lot of race meets, Melbourne Cups, you know. I've never been to a Phoenix the first two years. I never went because I was working. But you've been to shootouts, you've been to uh, Top Guns, all that sort of stuff. And that night, Saturday night, was the biggest and loudest crowd I've ever heard at a racetrack. It really was. And, and people kept saying to me, mate, what was it like? What was the feeling like? And I said, I'll be honest with you, you know, I felt like a rock star. And... <laughs> And the other thing is, it felt like it felt like I was doing a lap of honour at the MCG after winning a premiership with Collingwood because, because everyone's calling out your name and everyone's high fiving you and, and and you know like it just it was so surreal it really was. No crowd surfing or anything like that. You didn't um nah, didn't have the urge to nah. do that. No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so James had me pretty tight, you know, when he was doing the interview after the race. So um, yeah, so no, it was. Just unbelievable. It still, it still hasn't sunk in. It's still, I get goosebumps when I watch a replay. You know, I really do. James was at James Vandermart. He was absolutely wrapped. You can hear him on the behind the boxes video yelling, yelling out for him. He was just, you know, I think as happy as you were. Yeah, yeah, he was because look, um, everyone doubted this dog, and and I kept saying to James and even Jason Adams. Jason Adams has been sensational. He really has, you know. And I've spoken to him about the dog lacking his confidence of hitting the boxes. And, and I said to him, I said, if I can get this dog jumping again, he could win the Phoenix. He really can. And he only, like, when the Phoenix market opened up and my dog was selected, he was $5 in the market. And then after the box draw, when he went to thir- uh, when he went into box five, he went straight to $31. And that's because he wasn't jumping. And, and you know, and box five was a bad box. But... I knew if the dog could jump, he could win. There's yep. no doubt. Yep, and that's exactly what happened. It's it's nice when um when things go to plan. Yeah, well, like I said before, the dog didn't know he was thirty one dollars. He was feeling good and and you know he's fit. He was fit. He was sound. He was healthy, and all we needed to do was jump, and and that's what he did. And and mate, I'll love this dog forever. He he will be part of our lives forever, and and I can't be more grateful for what he did for me. And then, I don't know if he's seen the footage, Timothy, but after the race when he was on the podium and I actually leaned down, cuddled him and and started rubbing my forehead, I was actually saying to him, mate, you don't know what you have just done for us. (laughs) You know? Yeah. And that's the fact, you know, because everyone has a mortgage and he's just paid ours off. Amazing. Yeah. It's amazing to think about, isn't it? Yeah, and, and it's true. Like, And my mum, I went around to my mum's yesterday and, and I seen her and I took the trophy for her to have a look and I got a photo with my mum with the trophy and, and, and she said to me, you know what, I was looking at the dog and the dog looked like he knew what he just achieved because he was just smiling. He wouldn't stop smiling. And I said, well, mum, I told him that he's, he's you know, changed our lives forever. Not many people can say they've paid their mortgage off in 29.87 seconds, but that's amazing to, <laughs> to think about. Yeah. 
and to think that he's only had 19 starts and earned nearly 1.1 million in 19 starts. Yep, incredible. Yeah, that's unbelievable. Probably just know? my last question. Like, obviously, you know, it it's going to take. Well, you know, you you could obviously equal the feeling of, of Saturday night, but it's going to take a lot, I think, to possibly top it. But is there a, a race on the calendar that, if you had the opportunity to win with him, you'd love to? Like a, a race you've dreamed of since you were a kid? Yeah, Melbourne Cup. Melbourne Cup. Yep. Yeah, Melbourne Cup. And look, this year we went to the heats and. Because of his lack of confidence and, and jumping out of the box and all that sort of stuff, he just put himself out of it because he came out probably a length and length and a bit back further than every other dog. And when he went to barge through, he got cleaned up and it just put him out of business and ran last. But um, if he jumps like he did the other night in a heat of a Melbourne Cup, there's no doubt he could win it and win the final if he, that's the way he jumps because... There's always trouble behind you, Dimity, and front runners are out and they can get breaks after trouble, you know what I mean? Like the other night, he's got such a great second split that there was a bit of trouble behind him and it gave him a chance to sort of skip away a couple more lengths to what he normally probably would have been. Yeah. And that's what happens, and I've always said it. I'd rather be out in front of them chasing me than me be behind chasing them. A hundred percent, yep. You know, and, and it, you win races from out in front, you know? Yep. Yep, I don't know how many times people have come to me and said, oh, you know, I can't believe I'm in this race or this race. You know, my dog's not real strong, but, you know, he or she led and they got quick early section. I said, you just can't put a price on, you know, good box dogs and early speed and, like you said, good first and second splits. It's just priceless. Yeah, yeah, and, like, he he put a space on them and they they were all star-studded dogs, trust me. They were, they'll all be stud dogs in their own right. And down the back, he made them look second best, you know? Yep. Where yep. he sort of put that space on them. And, um, and that's where he won his race, you know, when he put that gap on them because it sort of took a – well, Postman's Pat's a very good dog and he probably would have busted a gut trying to catch my bloke, you know what I mean? Yep. Yep. Definitely. Definitely. Not beautiful. Um, that's all the questions I had. Did you want to add anything else or – Oh, just Thank a lot of people else. that sort of helped me through the through the race, you know, like to get the dog right, like Graham Joe's, like I said, and, and yep. you know, I'll be indebted to him for life and just my family because they've been with ups and downs with the dog and, you know, the, the bloke that checks my dog, uh, Rob Cunningham, he does a great job that keeps him sound for me as well, you know, and and just the other trainers that had the dogs in the race and the owners and, and that, you know, like, Anyone could have won that race. You race that race again this Saturday night, do get a different winner, you yeah. know? And they're all just brilliant dogs and we're just grateful we won, that's all. I think so. it was lovely that, you know, everybody came up and you could see that they were genuinely happy for you um, yeah. after the race, which, yeah. you know, doesn't always happen, um, but it was really nice to see that everyone was so happy for you to win that. Well, you know, you know, you know it's funny, like, everyone come up and embraced me and all that and I was so emotional and, and things were running through my mind and... And I sort of hugged everyone and then Luke Thompson was standing there and and he was waiting for me to embrace him and I sort of walked away from him and went towards where James was because James kept saying, come here, mate, come here, you know. <laughs> so I walked over and, and yeah, started talking to James and then, then Luke walked away and and I, watching the footage a couple of times, I, I really felt embarrassed that I actually didn't embrace him or, you know, go up to him and, and I actually rang him on Monday night and said, mate, I'm so sorry, you know, I'd sort of, 
embarrassed you because you were standing there waiting to say well done and and I walked away from you and he said no no he goes mate I understand it's a big moment and all this sort of stuff and yeah so I actually rang him and apologised for letting him hang out there for so long and I said next time I see you I'll give you I'll give you a big hug <laughs> he'll love that <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. He's a good kid, Luke, he really is And Holly was sensational She she was the first one besides Mick Zammett to embrace me And it's just great, you know It's just unbelievable They've just lost a race And, and the Thompsons, just one of their dogs just fell And they're worried about congratulating me Like That's sensational, it really is And that, that'll stay with me forever Absolutely, yeah They are the two of the best young people Coming through in the sport for sure Yeah, good kids yep. Yep. No, definitely Thanks for listening to this episode of the Greyhound Girl podcast and for your ongoing support of not only this podcast but of Greyhound Racing in general. Remember, you can follow Dimity at the Greyhound Girl on Facebook.